Whether it's through a book, movie, or TV show, and whether it's conscious or not, we're all looking for ourselves in media. Welcome to another episode of Small Town Sarah, where each week we're discussing our journeys in finding our representation in the medias we enjoy the most. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Small Town Sarah. I know I said last week I would be talking about another memoir this week, but the memoir I was planning on talking about is pretty intense and it would have required a lot of vulnerability and opening up from me that I'm I'm not quite ready to do simply because it's late at night on Tuesday and I'm very tired and I just didn't have it in me tonight to go there. I know I said one of my goals this year was going to be, you know, having things pre-recorded and being ahead of the game with episodes, just kind of getting them stacked up, but I haven't gotten there yet. You know, some things change and my world has changed quite a bit already this year. So we're, uh, we're doing it how we, how we can, when we can. I do have a book I want to talk about this week, though. It's very dear to my heart. It's called Felix Ever After by Case and Calendar. It's a YA contemporary uh, novel about Felix Love, who's black and transgender, queer, and uh, who's never been in love. And uh, the description says, yes, he realizes the irony of that. It's a really beautiful story of, of him kind of trying to figure out who he is still and um, he's very pleased that um, although his father is having a hard time kind of understanding him and and figuring out how to now be the father of a son when he thought he was the father of a daughter and they're navigating this alone um, he's still been very supportive and of Felix's transition and some of the things he's doing and he's got access to to gender affirming care. Um, he still kind of sign searching for the thing that really like feels correct within himself. And, um, along the way, he's also looking for love and he's got his best friend who he might be crushing on. And it's, it's this really beautiful, uh, fun story. The author case and calendar does work with some pretty deep, um, themes throughout the novel and it's done it's done really really well and it's it's just explored and talked about really greatly but it's also like it's a novel full of joy and and love and caring in in all forms and i just i really appreciated that it's just every time i think about the novel still to this day i read it in um fall of 2020 it it makes me smile it's one of my favorite books to recommend and talk about and outside of just Felix, who's an incredible character and who I honestly, you fall in love with like from the first page. Um, I, I think the book was a bookstagram darling for a little while, uh, as well it should be. And, uh, it was really great to see everyone reading it and having these like really wonderful reactions to it. But outside of Felix, like as a character, I think the thing that really hit home for me with the, the book was that no matter what, we are always allowed to keep finding things that make us feel like us. And, you know, Felix goes through this whole journey and he's still questioning some things about himself and he 
does research and he, you know, starts talking to other queer people and throughout it, he's like, just, he's still trying to discover the thing that makes him feel at home within his body. And, um, it's a really great journey he takes, uh, self-discovery journey he takes there. And I, I really appreciated that. I, I read it before I heard the term aromantic and before I, I realized some of the things I'm, I'm realizing about myself now. And I really just, it really hit home for me that it's allowed to keep searching and allowed to keep questioning and you're allowed to keep figuring things out. And even if you have this one label, um, it doesn't mean it's in cement and you can never change it or nothing can ever be different from what you're saying right now. And I thought that was the the overreaching message of the book that I, I don't know, I still can't get over how well done it was and how important that was. I think that the reason it was, it hit like so deeply for me is because I was curious and questioning and, and not sure of who I was anymore and what my identity was and why I felt certain things. And it, it was like, it gave me permission to keep questioning, keep discovering and keep doing research and talking to people and trying to figure it out because it, it never has to be one thing and then that's it forever. And I really, really appreciated that. And I think that helped start me on my own journey of self-discovery without it being like a conscious, oh, now I'm going to start discovering myself kind of a thing. I thought that was done really beautifully. And as I said, it's a YA novel. I think that YA novels, especially in the last few years, have been doing really incredible things like that, where they're dealing with things that people, adult novels, people don't usually talk about. And they're kind of opening up the discussion. And um, I really, I really love it. I mean, I've been in a really weird reading mood lately. It's mainly been literary fiction that I've wanted to read. Um, although I did finish a thriller recently that I enjoyed. But um, mostly it's been literary fiction. And so I haven't really been reaching for my, my YA novels. But whenever I do ha read them, um, I always find that there's just something in them that I don't get from adult novels and I don't get from, you know, even adult queer novels or adult romance novels or queer romance novels because the, they're, the YA novels are doing this like work that I wish that people had been doing when I was a kid, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think YA was even that big of a genre when I was in that age range, but I'm so glad that they're doing it now. And it really pisses me off that people are trying to, and succeeding in some places, ban these books from children because it's not the books that make them who they are. It's the books that allow them to feel okay about who they are. And so, um, I just, I really appreciate that that's where YA books are going Felix Ever After is just one of those books that like it sticks with me. Um, I still have a copy and I've been going through a period of trying to not hold on so tight to 
to things anymore, especially books, mainly because I just, in my old home, I didn't have the room for it. And um, now in my new apartment, you know, I, I don't have the room for it. And so I've been getting rid of slowly books that I've read. And even if I've loved them and, you know, read them a couple of times, I'm finding it easier and easier to let things go because it's just stuff. The stories aren't taken away from me. It's just the physical manifestation of that. But there are some books that I, I hold on to because I need that physical manifestation as well. And Felix Ever After is one of them because of that permission that has been granted within it for people to keep saying, you know what? I feel great with who I am, but I'm, there's still something missing and I'm going to keep discovering it and I'm going to keep wondering about it and figuring it out and, um, learning about it until I feel a hundred percent right. And just because I feel a hundred percent right doesn't mean that next year it's going to still be that way or in five years, who knows, you know, maybe a romantic changes to gray romantic or, or, or whatever pansexual turns into bisexual or or whatever it's it's all okay because we ultimately get to decide who we are and I think that's a really beautiful thing and I I really appreciated that that was something this book was was talking about um because it's honestly not something I see a lot in novels this kind of ever shifting thing I see a lot of you know discovering of being asexual or or bisexual or queer in some way or you know trans and figuring all these things out and those stories are really beautiful and wonderful and very important um, because people need to see that but then it just kind of is like they figure that out and everything is they work through that part of it and that's great but they never show what happens next like what if um there's something more to it. And so I really appreciated that Felix Ever After did that, uh, did that work, that extra work for us. Because like I said, it, it moved me into a, a space that I needed to be in, even if I didn't realize it at the time. Um, because, you know, the end of 2020 was rough for me. I mean, it was rough the world, of course, but it was like I was in a really dark space and and I couldn't really appreciate beyond the initial reaction of it that that book had helped me start questioning myself and what was going on and, um, and all this, you know, instead of asking the question, what was wrong with me? Um, so, uh, so often I was, you know, starting to think differently about it because, this book sparked that for me, uh, which, you know, maybe it's weird that, uh, a YA book was able to do that for me at, in my age, past my thirties or well, I'm in my (laughs) thirties, but, um, I don't know. I think when a message is, is important enough, it can find you in all sorts of ways and it finds you when it needs to find you. And, um, that message was, was very important for me. And I'm, I've been reflecting on it a lot more lately because, you know, I'm, I'm starting to question again and kind of figure things out again. And there may be some changes coming up, 
um, once I, I figure things out completely and, and can find the things that fit me, but I know that I'm on this journey and I think being in New York and that life change of moving back here has kind of helped me start being brave enough to look at that part. And so I've been really reflecting on uh, Felix Ever After a lot and that kind of idea of how can I find the next thing that makes me feel like me. And so I really wanted to share with you all about about it and and talk about the impact it had on me. And I know that a lot of people have read it. So if you haven't read it, I hope you, you do pick it up and, and take a look at it because it was it was really important to me and it really has this, this wonderful message in it. And on top of everything else that's great about it, Felix is just the most lovable character. You're going to fall totally in love with him and root from, for him from, you know, page one, paragraph one. He's just, it's just so well done. And Case and Calendar did such a great job of getting inside Felix's head and um, making him feel like this kind of teen where you're, you're in this, confusion and the angst and the first crushes and does he like me back kind of feeling um and I just I just really appreciated how well done it all was it never felt like overwhelming I never felt like oh god I'm in this teenager's head but I also felt like I knew I could feel what Felix was feeling which really helped this story and me get into the novel. Um, it's also a really great book to read for the upcoming trans readathon that's coming up on uh, March 20th. It begins um, for on Bookstagram on Instagram. Um, people are hosting um, this readathon to read as many uh, transgender, non-binary, genderqueer um, authors and stories as possible in that time period to help um, raise money and awareness and, and all this stuff for trans kids um, all over who are, are, could be or are struggling. And um, it's a lot of fun. I have a few books already that I own um, that I'm going to be reading. And uh, my friend that I'm living with has a book couple of books that I'm going to pick up and see how many I can read in the time span. I believe it's the 20th to the 27th. Um, but don't quote me on that. Um, I know it starts on the 20th. Um, so definitely a, uh, something to look forward to. And, uh, Felix after, after is a great book to put in that. It's also, you know, it's YA, so it's short, but it's a quick read to, because once you get into it, you're really into it. Um, so if you're on Instagram or Bookstagram and you want to participate in that readathon, it's a great one to add to your TBR. Um, you know, also, you know, black author, black character. And uh, we also, we always need to read more, more black authors and black voices. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a really great one to add to the list, as I've said. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to definitely be participating in it, in it and reading as many uh, books as I can. Some of them are a little chunky and um, some of them are short. So we'll see what I can do in the, in the readathon time period, the readathon time period. 
and um there none of them are literary fiction which is still what I'm kind of gravitating towards but I really am going to try my best because uh, I want to support trans kids and the trans community especially with all these new horrible um bills that are being passed and the banning of books and just one thing after another for that community has been rough so um, I'm going to do my best to support them how I can when I can well friends I think that's about it I think it's going to be more of a mini episode this week Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty beat down I'm um, as I said I think last week uh, my friend and I get up early to go exercise and it's great and I always feel good after I do it but my body's not used to it and I'm also um the you know I I go grocery shopping and then I I do the cooking and cleaning here because she's working full-time and I don't mind it at all you know I'm I'm I enjoy myself especially trying new recipes in the kitchen but my body's not used to it I was um I think I probably talked about it, but I was pretty much a couch potato, uh, back in California. So this is, this is new for my body and it's, it's, I'm older. And despite my being okay with being in my mid thirties, my body is different and it definitely feels it more and I'm having a harder time adjusting, um, and to top it all off because I'm only going to be here for a year and a half, um, I am sleeping on an air mattress, so uh, my body has just got all these new things to adjust to, and it's it's been harder than um, I thought it would be, just because it's taking longer to get used to it. So um, things are just that much harder on a day-to-day basis, not that it's a bad thing, and it's definitely something I know I will get used to, but um, that's where we're at, so... Uh, the, the episodes may be a little shorter, do some mini episodes until I kind of find my groove or until somebody decides they might want to come on and be interviewed with me. Um, cause those, inter- those interviews usually last a little longer. So we'll see what happens, uh, in the next few weeks with all of that. Um, again, uh, just know that there might be some changes coming up. Um, I'm still going to do a full season for season two, 12 episodes and, um, stick with it. And then, um, we'll see what happens, but, um, there definitely may be some, some changes coming down the line just until I can figure some things out about the podcast and, uh, myself, honestly. Uh, and, you know, it all depends on, you know, if I get a job and when I get a job and what is it. Um, I did apply to a a bookstore that I really, really want to work at. I've wanted to work there for years, actually. I missed my opportunity back in, I think it was 2015, to interview with them because I had just gotten a job and I I was too nervous to take the interview, even though... I'd only been at the new job for a couple of days, um, so I didn't do it, and I regret it big time, and I, I regret it all the time, you know, it's just something in my brain of, um, well, I wonder what if, not in a longing way, or in a, oh, it probably would have been, my my life would have been perfect then, but just in a, 
And uh, well, what if I had done it? You know, maybe I would have gotten that job and maybe I wouldn't have, but at least I would have tried because it's um, one of my favorite indie bookstores here in New York. So I'm, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for that. Yeah, again, it might just change uh, everything. It might just change everything and um, it'll be one more thing for my body to get used to because I haven't worked like that in um, quite a while now. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens and play it by ear. But uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Small Town Sarah. I really appreciate the support and the listens. And when you guys text me, and message me and talk to me about the episode and let me know you listened or that you're buying a book that I recommended. It really, it touches my heart quite a bit. So um, thank you so, so much for that. And as always, please remember to uh, rate, review, follow, like, share, talk about, do all the things you got to do so I get to keep doing these things for you. One day I'll I'll figure out a, a really good sign off, but for now, Uh, Have a great Wednesday, and uh, we'll see you next week.